Coming to you live from a sewer full of bloodied, beheaded, and dismembered rats. Whatever happened here is unfathomable. In fact, I'm sure I'll need extensive therapy after this day. But for now, this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hello, everybody. This is Brandon. And what? <laughs> I should I should just let you like roll that out uh, in the, uh, for one of these episodes just as long as you can hold the note. I don't know if do, uh, I don't know if I do that every week. Uh, let us know. Let us know in <laughs> on Twitter. Go review the back catalog of Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Find out exactly how long Brandon takes to say his name every week. <laughs> uh, folks, thanks so much for joining us here for uh, the Pickle Rick episode, Pickle episode three hundred three. Uh, it's it's crazy, like. Rick and Morty keeps coming on every week, Brandon. Like the show, like we don't have to wait months or or years. How inc- how incredible is that? What a time to be alive! <laughs> <laughs> I remember a long time ago, you and I. We said we we sat around a campfire because there was no electricity, and we said to each other uh, how it would be nice to live in a world where Rick and Morty was on every week. And then, uh, then we 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 shot it. We we shot it some Jameson. Yeah, we were camping. Like, <laughs> it it wasn't a time before electricity. We just we just went camping, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, welcome to Interdimensional RSS. If you are a new listener here, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and I feel like there may be a few of you. Uh, significant jump in the numbers last week, uh, in no small part due to Rick and Morty coming back. Uh, for its regular season debut uh but we're very happy to have you welcome to unity welcome to the collective that is listeners who choose to download this podcast every week we're we're, we're very happy that you're here listeners like you nitty you nitty stealing uh, that from if, pbs <laughs> f-u-p-b-s what have you done for us lately Hey, is PBS still a thing? It is. Did yeah. they lose all their funding? Okay, I I, I, I like PBS. I went I to like them. I went to like this little uh, this little geek fair a couple weeks back, and uh, there's a local Hawaii PBS there, and they handed out glasses, and on the side of the glasses, uh, it, there was just you know, glass frames, but on the side it said hashtag PBS nerds, Neo. And then uh, yeah. I grabbed a pair, and I wore it on top of my other glasses, and I looked sweet. Were they were they sunglasses or like? regular Real, glasses like, they're like reading glasses <laughs> yeah but for pbs like they're just, nerds like they're no prescription it's just glass lenses wow okay well that's cool yeah. uh <laughs> well yes. if you would like to uh, uh get in touch with the podcast there are oh so many ways that you can do that you can follow us over on twitter at rick and morty pod you can go hang out on our subreddit at rick and morty podcast.reddit.com uh, you can check out our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast. Uh, you can send us an email, rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, there is our Facebook page, which is just booming. Uh, and that's facebook.com slash uh, Podcast. I think. <laughs> Shoot, I have, I have it right here. Yeah, it's uh, facebook.com slash rickandmortypodcast. Good, good job, John. Uh, so many people hanging out over there. Uh, I wish I could personally thank all of you. Uh, I'll reserve that for the end of the show. <laughs> Each one by name. Uh, what's that? What What are those? Obviously, we have the T Public site. Thank you to those of you who have gone out and purchased a Unity T-shirt or the International RSS T-shirt. 
uh, and for supporting the podcast. But there's, yeah, there's I, another line there, Brandon, I just, right I, under T Public. But before we go any further, Travis, I just want to say Unity that I'm making Travis make additional designs for shirts, uh, courtesy of one of my brothers in laws. Brothers in laws? Brother. Yeah, two, two I, brothers. I have two brothers in law. Two brothers. Uh, anyway, so a couple a couple shirts I'm trying to make Travis make. Uh, so th- there should be some more swag stuff. I'll, I'll get I'll get them done. I'll get them done. I'll throw I'll throw them up here in the next uh, in about the next week. All right. uh, we should see a couple more shirts over on the uh, over on the T Public on the old on the old T Public. Uh, but uh, there's a line the, here. I, see, I see, there's a line here, Brandon, and it says Patreon with some exclamation points and question marks. Uh, what's that all about? What is As that? As you sip your water slowly. Yeah. <laughs> what is that all about? I was I was trying to do a ventriloquist thing, but I, oh. uh, which I am actually you realized not doing. it was an audio format and people wouldn't know if you were moving your mouth or not. Don't spoil the illusion, Travis. I'm actually <laughs> drinking water right now as as I'm speaking. It, no, it is it is fascinating, everyone. We have we set up a Patreon now. Uh, Travis and I we, we've talked about this before in the past about having a Patreon and and doing all the stuff and the 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 basic skinny of it is uh podcasting isn't free i guess i don't know they didn't they didn't nobody told well, me it's that it's free for you it's free for you it's not necessarily free for us oh. uh there are things like hosting fees and uh just the cost of of producing podcast uh, it happens so we decided hey why not we've we've talked about it long enough let's 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 throw up a patreon so if you go to patreon.com/rickandmortypod uh, it is, there are some tiers where you can, uh, support this podcast and, and maybe get some additional stuff, uh, depending on the level that you, uh, support us and Brandon through, I mean, I gave Brandon a very long leash with this. So <laughs> there are some crazy, uh, things that you can potentially get if you decide to sponsor the show at different levels. Uh, we, we are independent podcasters and we want to stay independent. So, we're not necessarily beholden to advertisers. We want to make this show for you. We love the community that has come together and is supporting the show. And I mean, if you want to take it a step further, head over to Patreon. And that's all I'm going to say about it. That's all. That's all you're going to say. Damn it. All right. Uh, by Until the way, the next episode. Uh, whoever whoever wants to give us thirty thousand dollars for one of those rewards, uh, <laughs> they're not they're not all that that expensive. I just really wanted to have just an exorbitant one. <laughs> For the help but you know it's there it's there if you want it <laughs> all right uh we have we have dragged this on long enough i think it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty it's time for semi-pertinent news don't go chasing semi-pertinent news talking about the little bits that you used to i know that you're gonna get okay i'm done all right, yeah. Are you just gonna start doing like '90s parodies of songs for some of my news? Not always, no. But I no. sometimes I'll, they'll be '70s and '80s. Driving home from work, skipping out of work, and using my lunch break to record this, I I heard I don't I heard "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls" on the radio. Oh well, that's semi pertinent. Stuck. So I'll get I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Man. <laughs> uh, first, All right. first up, let's let's talk about let's talk about sauce. Saucegate 2017. <laughs> so, I almost wrote Saucegate in in the bones for this episode. Uh, I wrote Sauce News, but it's it's the news story that won't die. <laughs> like you know, we've moved on. We've we've gotten through that empty period where there are no new episodes, and yet the sauce is here to stay. Uh, we talked about last week how 
Justin Roiland received his like gallon of Szechuan sauce in a in a cool pelican case that was all dressed up. Uh, but there were three other bottles of sauce that were sent out to uh, very lucky fans on Twitter, uh, and they received those sauce packets. I, they're not packets. Like no, they're, they're packages they're, they're of jugs. sauce. They're jugs. They're sauce jugs. Uh, <laughs> they got those this week. And uh, Justin Roiland pointed this out. I also noticed it. Um, I think someone might have like directly linked us to it or, or, or yeah. gotten our attention with this. Um, but there is one of the three fans who received the 64-ounce bottle of Szechuan sauce. Uh, they are selling the sauce on eBay. Um and currently, as of this recording, there are 47 bids uh, with the current bid at $4,650. Hot damn. Um, that's, that's a whole lot of sauce. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, 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 the, and the Twitter response on here um, initially not- was pretty negative. Uh, Mike McCann said, boo, not cool, which is you know, obviously the, uh, uh, a quote from the show. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, uh, what are, what are the guys dub called? Dub, also a quote from the show. Also a quote from the show. Uh, and then you said you immediately responded with, "I mean, some of the money is for charity." Slanted smirk, uh, emoticon mm-hmm. type thing. Shrug. If 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 you had been yeah. willing to type that out. Yeah. So. Um. The- and then it goes on and on talking about well, he shouldn't be selling it and what i mean what are, what are your genuine thoughts here well, not to not to hang on to this for too long but here's a th- i see it both ways right like he he wrote this post and he said you know like I, none of my friends are going to be here to help me try this and i do have i do have bills but i also don't want to take all the money so i want to i want to be able to give back to the community like a, a let's play i think is what he said uh so like some people on twitter uh, in a conversation that I was in, they're like, well, he should give a majority of it to, to charity. And then other people are like, it's, it's his, he won it. He could do what he wants with it. And so you know, I, I see both sides of it. There, there's just a part of me that I know, I know everyone has bills. We have bills. We obviously we started up a Patreon uh, because <laughs> of that. Um, I get it. I, I do understand both mentions of it. And really, maybe i'm just jelly school like i said in one of my tweets you know i'm like mr mackey yeah. they weren't and and i and i appreciate that and i think you know they had they only sent out three additional bottles of sauce the three people that got them are in a very exclusive club uh if you are a huge rick and morty fan a collector or a lover of those chicken mcnuggets <laughs> um then yeah like maybe you hold on to the sauce and and you keep it for yourself you share it with your friends or you never open it and it becomes a uh, disgusting coagulated gelatinous i mean that may already be what it is in there <laughs> yeah um but uh but this guy was like you know what i'm not gonna eat drink a gallon of szechuan sauce myself and someone out there that did not win potentially has a very high price point that they're willing to pay for this thing and and he's offering it out there i mean I, I do it, it, it is, it, I, I like the I, I like the idea of donating it to charity, but it really boils down to like he 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 won and they didn't say it was non transferable, like he could sell it, it and is, he's it, doing that. It is what it is. We live in a capitalistic society and if you gotta make a quick <laughs> buck, you know, you gotta make a quick buck. That's what I tell all my high school students. 
uh, <laughs> of which I have none because I'm bad at math. Nor would I be an economics teacher. That's silly. Anyway, uh, so all right. Enough well, about so that. if if you have five grand and you're really hankering for that sauce, uh, they are still accepting bids. Go go bid on the sauce. Uh, and then I don't know. Also donate money to charity because it makes you feel good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. Our other semi-pertinent news bit here was uh, a real big story. It's uh, one of those internet video uh, news sites that it's it's they're almost tailor-made for sharing on social media. Uh, but this was a Ryan Ryan Elder. Um, the composer for the show ex- expose i don't know like what, what what do you it's uh it's talking about the composer for rick and morty uh and it's a pretty cool little video yeah so and i can link it in the show notes uh so you can actually go out there and and look it up it's also on facebook i think we posted on our, on our facebook page uh and twitter so i i would highly recommend it uh ryan elder at some point in time hopefully if we're not blacklisted from anything related officially to the show uh, we we love to have Ryan Elder on here to talk to us uh, about about music. I'm a, I'm a bit of a music geek. I don't know if you hear my my things, um, but yeah, Ryan Elder, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I I like the fact that um, it, especially with this season, they are they're taking the time to feature all different uh, people that are working on the show. So it's not just like, hey, let's get you know Justin and Dan to do interviews about about each episode but that they're really getting a lot of writers animators uh designers uh, everybody you know even ryan elder who's, who works on the music uh, everybody that works uh, tirelessly to make this show possible uh they're they're featuring them in a lot of stuff and uh, it's cool to see everybody that actually works uh, to make the show possible so uh go check out the show notes and check out the video about ryan elder all right okay that's all the news because we have so much to talk about. It's time for the main thing. <laughs> all right, all right. Here, here, here we go. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. What a main, what a main, what a main, what a mighty fun thing. Main thing. I also listened to that on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> you went in a direction I didn't expect because I expected a mighty, mighty main thing. Uh huh. Um, but you know, you you got to do you. Like you got to. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right. Brandon, this is the Pickle Rick episode, episode 303. Yeah. Uh, it, written uh, like, by Jessica Chow. Gal. Gal. You, you, want me to, you want me to edit uh, that out for you? God yeah. fucking racist. Uh, we, did, we, did, we didn't write it down, and I'm really tired right now. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Jessica Gal. Uh, yeah, j- written by Jessica Gal, uh, and she was, I think, uh, in the show. Notes. I don't think we talked about it in the show notes, but yeah, she was on after the Rick and Morty after uh, live stream event. She was talking about a little bit about the show, so that was cool to see her. Um, but yeah, excellent episode. Uh, excellent episode. Has, yeah, it features. Just read the credits. Yeah, just cast and credits. Them, Danny them. Trejo as Jaguar, Peter Serafinowitz. Uh, who is you might recognize him from Shaun of the Dead, uh, and other things as well. He was in he was in John Wick. I think I'll use that later in a talking point. And then Susan Sarandon, she was Doctor Wong. Speaking of Travis being racist, uh, she was a therapist. <laughs> you know what's you know what's actually funny is there's a line uh, where Beth is in uh, the counseling session and she says Doctor Wong. 
a racist name, by the way. Uh, and I like that you could just assume that a name itself is racist. Like, it's <laughs> not like it's something that she chose. It's just what her name is. But it's a racist name because it's stereotypical, I guess, or just common for her culture. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, we finally just get to figure out why Rick truly has turned himself into a pickle. Uh, we get a little bit of the traditional A plot, B plot storyline here uh, with with one area focusing on Rick and his pickle adventures and the other with uh, the rest of the Smith family who is doing their family counseling session with Dr. Wong, uh, who is also a, I'm, I'm going to not say this correctly, coprophagia recovery uh, therapist. I think that's how it's pronounced. It basically means a therapist for people that eat poop. <laughs> which of i mean i think that's probably a highly specialized uh category of psychology but i'm sure you know i mean they yeah. have a word for it so uh, there's there's got to be a thing there right i think uh that that's a barry manilow song i think uh at the <laughs> cobra cobra fagia <laughs> it's great it's great uh yeah I, it, using they a... don't always play that version on the radio but if if you do a good googling search her name was lola she ate her poop. That's, that's that, that. I didn't have the right like syllables for that. So yeah, I'll work on it. That's all right. Sorry, work on it. Me. Work on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So let's talk, let's talk a, a little bit first about the uh, the pickle Rick side of things. Um, I absolutely loved this adventure, this solo adventure for Rick, if you will. Uh, I like the fact that he uh, did not hide the fact. Uh, with Morty that he had turned himself into a pickle uh, to get out of the therapy session, even though he was kind of playing it off for Beth. Um, and then just sort of this weird chain of events that takes place to cause the pickle version of Rick to end up in the sewers, <laughs> uh, being batted away by a cat rolling out into the driveway and then the the flooding of the driveway within a very immediate uh, rainstorm. And uh, and then yeah. yeah, he finds himself uh, down with the roaches and the rats. That 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 interest uh, the intro for Pickle Rick, right? That that whole like Morty, hey Morty, <laughs> like calling him from the back, and Morty, you know, get it is in his best Sunday attire, right, and yeah, and the whole like Rick being like, I don't, why aren't you more impressed by this? <laughs> why aren't you more impressed with this? Like like Rick clearly is doing this to get out of out of going to therapy but he's also like come on give me some give me some credit like this is this is legit like <laughs> you know it, it's it almost it almost speaks to morty's like jadedness with some of rick's schemes where he's just like all right rick like you're super genius sci-fi you know brainiac <laughs> i assume you could turn yourself into a pickle if you wanted to but why like why did why did you do like, it can like you, can you move can you fly or something like no i'm a pickle do do, do pickles live forever like uh <laughs> is that a thing uh that just that whole a whole just exchange of like completely being unimpressed and then like rick moving it with a screwdriver it makes sense that he's like moving it with a screwdriver because he thinks it might be an alien penis <laughs> yeah like he's not entirely sure it's legit um, I love I love the sequence with Rick once he uh, once he gets some mobility uh, by stringing together cockroaches and then <laughs> he then uses his cockroach mechanism 
uh, to upgrade into a rat suit mechanism. Uh, that entire sequence where he's like using his tongue to control rat brains that have, you know, very direct functionality. And that, and it's like, oh, wow, like that's impressive. But then it immediately, like once he cuts off the first rat head, it goes into this huge like <laughs> monstrosity of like all these mechanisms and like different moving parts that are all different like pieces of either trash or or cockroach you know arms yeah. that you know he can then make his rat suit out of uh it's and then he just immediately goes into like the most action packed fight scene yeah. i think we've seen Maybe since the first episode of this season, because there were some good fight scenes in uh, the Rick Shank Rick- Redemption as well. Yeah, but before we even get to the rat thing, I want to I want to say you know okay he's he's completely immobile as a pickle. <laughs> he falls down because the cat thinks he's a snake, and uh, like there's a, there's a really quick quip that I laughed at was like perpendicular <laughs> when he's going to the, <laughs> yeah. kind of the crate. Uh, but then like so. At that point in time, I was thinking, like, how is he? How is he gonna get mobile? Like, what is he gonna do in order to get mobile as as a pickle? <laughs> this is a weird right, conversation exactly. that we're having. Like, <laughs> how would you how would you make a pickle mobile? And him him biting the head off the cockroach, I uh, like, okay, all right, what's what's gonna happen here? And then ripping the skull open <laughs> and him tonguing the cockroach, which is so <laughs> fucking disgusting to me. It uh, is. It's disgusting, but it's like it's totally Rick who's like, you know what? This is what I gotta do uh, to get out of this situation. Uh, so I'm gonna lick it, lick it, lick a, a roach brain. It's gonna happen. It it it, it kind of reminds me of there's this SNL like sh- short sketch, and it was a video. And what it was was a uh, it was an advertisement for a roach motel, like a high tech roach motel, and it's all got this like really crappy computer animated. Uh, cockroach and and i think i don't forget who it is maybe phil hartman's explaining like what happens when the roach goes in and it shows the roach go in <laughs> and it's talking about like metal arms come and rip the legs off the roach <laughs> and like yep. the roach's face is like screaming <laughs> it reminds me of that okay yep now i i recall the uh the sketch that you're, you're speaking of uh yeah I, th- I thought it was really cool i i dug the action sequence with with the rat stuff um I, I like that line when he's when he bites his own lip and then tells a roach to come get that sweet brine. <laughs> um, like, I don't. And, and there there was a, a part it, of me that was like questioning the composition of Rick's like anatomy as a pickle mm-hmm. because he like holds his breath when he goes underwater, and so I'm like, does Rick have pickle lungs? Like, to what extent? Like, does he just have the pickle face? That's he right. He has a pickle tongue. Does he have a pickle? Uh, digestive system like where does it end <laughs> yeah I, th- uh, I thought about i thought about that yeah you, you said he says like the sweet brine like does that mean he's a he's a bread and butter pickle uh yeah i don't know i think uh uh jessica gao said on ricky morty that her favorite pickles were boar's head kosher dill pickles and so that's how she likes to think of pickle rick okay uh Boar's, boarhead not a sponsor she's she's the writer so we gotta we gotta hey, give jessica you, know, you gotta she 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 makes the rules here um so uh once rick gets through his his attempts at he gets out of the pickle if you will yes. of not being able to move and uh he rockets himself up out and through a toilet he finds himself in a nondescript uh fortress sort of a uh embassy em- if you em- will. embassy embassy sort of thing 
and uh, he encounters some some thugs there who immediately try to shoot at him, and he spends the rest of his time there uh, just continuing being the rickest Rick and using everything at his disposal to fight his way uh, through this embassy. Um, a lot of really cool stunts and gags taking place where he's like misdirecting people, uh, making them think he's in one place, and then really drawing people into traps. Uh, what, what did you think overall of that sort of s- sequence of events that took place in the embassy? Uh, I, when he, when he first gets to the embassy and he doesn't, he doesn't know where he is. And, and we, and it's by the way, everyone, we don't know what country this embassy is from. It might be a fictional country. We're not going to say based off their accents where we think they're from, but maybe it's yeah. like a, like a shadow country. Yeah. Or, I also I also thought that there's it leaves it open to interpretation to maybe be like almost like a, a drug cartel type thing or something like some sort of like uh you know like gang or something that's got a lot of money that can fund that sort of yeah. a, a location. Um yeah, maybe they, it, they never really specify, so I, I just kind of like leave it open to interpretation. Yeah. Well, and they, they, they mentioned, I think briefly something about like being international and not being able to leave now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And they talk about like, they do, they do spend some time talking about like the government and what the government's doing right. and for the people and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it does so, seem like it's a government. So maybe it's the Czech Republic. The Czech or, Republic. Or just any other <laughs> specifically Czech Republic. Yeah. Specifically Czech. I mean, it, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore as far as, far as wait, does it? Oh, I'm bad. At, I'm bad at. Uh, I don't know. Where, I'm bad at countries. Not a strong point. Okay, whatever. We do a Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but between the embassy and the the rat killing in in the sewer, there's just so much killing going on, and it's just I give the animators so many props, so many props, like from a C-130, uh, from a other turbo turbo prop jets, to tons of them. <laughs> Uh, something maybe like a cane from those old vaudeville days. Lots of props. Anyway, because the the amount of action they get into that episode whenever Rick is doing his his dancing or when he's fighting against Jaguar, right? Like that's it. It's so damn impressive to to me. And it's so it's so oh, fluid. You yeah. understand exactly what's going on. It's not like a Paul Greengrass film, Born Identity, uh, which is what was referenced <laughs> a lot on Ricky Morty last night. Where like you can't you can't even tell where the action is. Yeah, absolutely. I uh we actually got a question on our subreddit from Oil Jaguar. Uh he was asking about the Redditization of Rick and Morty and whether or not it would kill the show. Hmm. Uh he says it seems like there's less humor and more gore in the show, uh, and that they may be specifically trying to cater to the conspiracy theorist uh more than a casual viewer. Um I my initial thought on that is this show has always had gore and violence. Like it may have, it may be in different like species or different like types of things. But like you think about the purge planet episode, yeah. uh, you think about the end of uh, the Mr. Poopy butthole episode where, uh, <laughs> you know, they're killing all the parasites and like literally killing everybody in the show other than the, the Smith family themselves. Uh, they, there's a lot of, there's a lot of violent episodes uh, in the history of the show. So I, I, I didn't really feel like it was that big of a jump yeah. uh, in, in violence. Yeah. It, it, we've seen in the past with, with killing the, uh, the Gromfelmites, right. 
And, oh, they're bureaucrats. Morty, yeah. I don't <laughs> and of course, you know, the, the parasites and the purge planet folks. I, I think maybe what's a little bit different about this is in the behind the scenes, they talk about wanting to make the, the rats more. They originally, they were cuter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they, they wanted to make them more scraggly and much more sinister. And I, I think what it is, is we see Rick kill people and we see him kill animals that we know exist on this planet. Right. And, yeah. And, and so I, I think maybe there's, if, uh, I'll, I'll just say, say it out loud. Maybe it's a little too close to home. Ah, well, yeah, I think, I think you're spot on, uh, which brings up the follow-up question from oil Jaguar. Uh, what happened to all the interdimensional travel? Um, last episode, they went to a different dimension. Um, I think that we do get, uh, several episodes in the show where they're not necessarily going on interdimensional adventures. And I think this was just one of them. Um, and I think there will be plenty of interdimensional travel in the future as, as we move forward. Um, a few, a few other thoughts on the pickle Rick side of the story. Uh, I love the whole Selenia thing. Yeah. The pickle man, they have the pickle man. They have this whole like (laughs) mythology built up around a pickle that comes and, and terrorizes you because you don't finish your food. Uh, I love that the guy that was running the boards and, and, and doing the security monitors was like freaking out about not finishing his sandwich. And I think very <laughs> soon after that, you see an uneaten sandwich that Rick uses to do some, some first aid on yeah. his pickle wounds. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of, I kind of like to think that's the same sandwich that never got finished. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I really like, I really like that part by the way, with the, like the, the split screen, both of them cauterizing their wounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just to, a little mustard, mustard and a, and a dill pickle slice stapled in there. That'll do the trick. <laughs> uh, that's so funny to me. And then, uh, so Lenya, so I, this morning, the first, one of the first things I did was watch the episode again and also look up Selenia. And I think in Russian, I, I don't know, somebody can confirm that unity, please confirm this for me. Cause I can't do my own research. Clearly. I think Selenia means pickle in Russian. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I just, I thought all of that stuff was great. Um, I love, the the fight with Jaguar, I love the the twist with Jaguar where he makes them think Jaguar's dead and you know there's there's never any indication of how Rick so quickly convinces Jaguar to to be on his side. But whatever happens in that moment, you just assume it's it's some witty thing that Rick takes care of to to make sure that um Jaguar helps him out. And uh, just the plan of blowing up the embassy and everything. Uh, really great stuff. What did you think about the discussion in the helicopter where <laughs> Rick's, Rick's talking about his infinite daughters and stuff, and then Jaguar asks, oh, does that mean I have infinite daughters? <laughs> and Rick's just like, oh, no, no, it's just me, just me. Um, yeah, I think you based off, off the end credits, right? The end credits are Rick and Morty are on... Uh, Concerto is that the the name of that guy? Yeah, they're in Concerto's lair, uh, <laughs> about to meet their doom. Yeah. Yes, and then and then Jaguar comes and saves saves Rick, and, and he's never seen Rick as anything but a pickle, uh, which is I mean right. that might yeah. be a plot hole. That might just be a little bit of a plot hole, but whatever. I I like to think they stay in touch. Maybe <laughs> they send they send Snapchats to each other or but, something. I don't know. Uh, but that's 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 a thing. Like. Obviously, the initial thing in the helicopter is extremely selfish of Rick, but that he's still using Jaguar without letting Jaguar know that, yes, Jaguar does have infinite daughters. 
he could literally just shoot a portal, go grab one, and bring it. But you know, I I, I really think I look at it as Rick taking in that moment, making a snap decision where he's like, I could tell him yes, I could try to work it out to find a daughter, but I've got a lot of stuff to do. I've got a, <laughs> you know, I'm busy. So yeah, no, no, you don't, you don't have, it's just easier to tell him no. Yeah. I, when you put it like that, yeah, absolutely. Cause just a few early, seconds earlier in that conversation, like uh, I have 15 minutes till I die at 12, uh, 12 minutes to get to the end of this therapy appointment or something like that. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, which he does eventually get into the therapy appointment. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity for us to switch over to the B plot, uh, talk a little bit about what goes on in the family counseling session, and then we can wrap it all up at the end. Uh, so this is, again, a continuation of what has become uh, a persistent theme through the first three episodes of season three, uh, something that we talked a little bit about in in episodes before uh, season three came out how a lot of the episodes tend to be standalone uh they are really linking these episodes together i feel i mean i feel like each one of these could stand on their own but they work better uh building on each other and kind of carrying the story along of the aftermath of the divorce and and the way that the family altogether is dealing with this uh, so we find out that Summer has been uh, huffing enamel in her pottery class <laughs> yeah. and that Morty wet his desk. And so the school decided that the uh, the family should attend a, a counseling session with the school-appointed psychologist, Dr. Wong. Uh, there's a great quick clip in there with Mr. Goldenfold who, <laughs> who lets it slip that he has been eating poop uh, and, is, and is getting help for it. Um, but yeah, and then they, they move into the counseling session and, and Beth is immediately very defensive, uh, and, and really is sort of trying to focus all the attention on what is going on with her kids. Yeah, that's, you, you, you nailed it. You nailed it, Travis. And that's it for today's episode. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, okay. So one of the notes I have here is that there are loads of exposition, in the counseling session. I mean, a counseling session is really just people talking. So you're not going to get a bunch of action, you know, that you're just going to have the conversation, but there's, it's literally a therapist picking apart these (laughs) characters and talking about their inner workings and their problems. Uh, And I know you sometimes have a problem with that. So I'm wondering, did, how did you feel about those scenes were you into them? Did you did you like them? Dislike them? Like, what were your thoughts? No, I no. The, the, my problem with ex- exposition scenes, which I I wouldn't consider this an exposition scene, right? Exposition scene would be like the the therapist saying, "Okay, here's what your grandfather did while you were away. While you were away, okay, he turned yeah. himself into a pickle, and then he went into the sewers. He did all this stuff. Like that. That's okay. the exposition. That's I'm fair. Talking. Like this is this is a little a little bit of a meta like hey these these characters are going through some shit and uh beth you're being you are i i'm not a therapist so i don't know that the 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 scientific uh behavioral term for it but you know she's being weirdly codependent with her her grandfather and or not her grandfather her father her dad yeah yeah and like it's it's damaging the relationships with her kids like just that you that she said, like, 
fuck you to the therapist and then said and fuck you to to the kids to the kids yeah is indicative was, of that yeah, yeah. Uh, i i i love um sort of just how like flat and matter of fact uh susan sarandon of of all people who <laughs> who asked to be on the show um it's it's believed because her kid is is a huge fan of rick and morty uh but she she plays dr wong uh, really well and she has some great insight into what's going on uh, they go through some really like cheesy like uh, like exercises to try and like explore their feelings yeah but she totally hits the nail on the head about uh, Beth specifically and her sort of admiration for her dad and yeah. sort of her willingness to excuse anything that he does and how that behavior uh, potentially has has caused the wedge in her marriage, resulting in a divorce, but is also causing uh, the situations with the kids. And she's very flat about it, very matter of fact. And then even once Rick shows up to the therapy session, she she doesn't bat an eye that a that a pickle with rat appendages comes in and sits on her couch. She just immediately kind of gets into it and, and, uh, and challenges Rick. And Rick is like looking at his paws, like just kind of dismissive of her, just like looking <laughs> yeah. at his nails. <laughs> uh, but it's great because she totally like owns the room and owns him. Is 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 spot on about what Rick is doing and how it is affecting the family. And it almost seems like like the kids are definitely receptive to it and and realize that hey, maybe this is what's going on, and maybe this is a way that we can work through some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as Beth and Rick leave, they're like, nope, done with that. When, when when Susan Sarandon talks about, yeah, yeah, it's okay that you're bored in therapy, just like I'm bored when I brush my teeth and wipe my ass. Uh, some people are, going, are okay with going to work, and some people would rather die. You have a choice, right? And, yeah, and basically, I, I choose to do the work, yeah. And, and basically, that's... Uh, the Dan Harmon and and Ryan Ridley, um, and Mike McMahon, they talked about this a little bit in you know their behind the scenes after the air that I that I post this morning. But just about like you know, therapy is work. Like it's yeah, it's it's not. Uh, I think Harmon says people go to therapy and they think of therapy like being like this, this experience, and then it just opens up something that you've never seen before, and it's like oh my god, oh that's it, everything's fixed now. But therapy is, it's very, like, you have to go there and you have to maintain relationships. Um, and you know, having gone to therapy myself at times, I, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, that's that's about right. That's about how it's, it's it is. pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. Uh, I did see a tweet. Somebody tweeted at, at Dan Harmon about uh, how the episode changed their perspective on therapy and, and they reconsidered uh, their thoughts on therapy. Uh, they were nondescript as to whether or not their thoughts changed from being pro-therapy or anti-therapy. Uh, but either way, Dan Harmon said, well, hopefully it, it was for the person's betterment. Um, but yeah, it's, it was an interesting, uh, you know, it wasn't an exciting B plot. There wasn't, but it was very interesting from a character development standpoint. I felt like it continued to uh, add depth to the characters and also the, the you know interplay between Beth and her dad and sort of dug deeper into the unhealthiness in that relationship. I, so I'm, I'm having I'm having a, a thought back to season one where where Beth is talking to Jerry and she's like, 
marriage is work, Jerry. You see me working here, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, yep. using that and now going to this episode where the whole the whole thought with the therapist is, yeah, this you know this is work. You have to you have to work at it. And she doesn't. Beth is maybe has always felt resentful towards towards Jerry for you know getting her pregnant and having to work on this relationship when she doesn't. She wants to be carefree and not need anything like like her dad. And so now, like yeah. Jerry's gone, now she's she's starting to get into that, like, "Ooh, I'm free." Ooh. Yeah, I don't, Wild I don't oats. have to do that work. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, one one last thought, and uh, we when they're in the car and they're they're planning to ditch the kids and head out for drinks, uh, uh Rick does finally get the syringe of anti pickle serum. <laughs> uh, he turns back into a human. Uh, it was a great effect. He just it was just kind of very matter of fact and 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 quick. He kind of like spits out some green fluid, and yeah. and we we know Rick usually has some green fluid on his on his lips. Uh, but do you think that was like booze or pickle juice? Like, do we is is this a low key like explanation of what the green stuff is? Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. We we should ask uh, Jessica Gow during the live stream about what happens the rest of season three. Uh, yeah. you know, I, uh, I, thank, I, thanks Devin Davis, by the way, for, for that, that I, question. I think, on, I think it's, Reddit. I think it's just Brian. Um, I, I have, I have a couple extra thoughts before we move on Travis. Uh, one his Rick's affinity for using Rube Goldberg devices, machines oh, man. throughout the They're episode. Excellent. It's outstanding. <laughs> it's outstanding. Like by, by the third time he uses a, a Rube Goldberg machine, I'm like, this is, <laughs> I was, I was laughing about it. Um, well, and he's 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 like overcomplicating certain things, <laughs> yeah. but the best part is you see so many Rube Goldberg machines that are unsuccessful, and like every one of the ones that Rick sets up is like it's played out to perfection. Yeah. It, it does exactly what he needs it to do. And and that and that very first one with with the syringe tied to the the scissors and the timer, it looks so like it's just so just so rigged. Like it like that's so. For him turning himself into a pickle, he has like the crappiest looking device. <laughs> like the the syringe yeah, is just yeah, taped it's, up. <laughs> it's very rudimentary and it's not <laughs> hidden at all. Yeah, like it's like the fact it, all you had to do was look up to fi- <laughs> to get to the root of his plan. Um, let's see. Next thought: get that parkour, hardcore parkour. Yeah, get that parkour. <laughs> yeah, that was a great line. Uh, there is a a Wilhelm esque scream called the Howie scream. I don't know if you noticed that the one that goes in the episode. Okay. Was that, was that in the embassy? It was in the embassy. Yeah. When, when he first kills the couple guards, (laughs) which by the way, that laser, that laser beam would just using the double on single use double A batteries. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Awesome. Uh, But, Oh, so the thing I mentioned with the John wick and Peter Sarah Nefwitz, like, He's in John Wick in John Wick Two. Um, he is a a a wine person who actually does sommelier. He's a sommelier, but for guns. And it rem- I rem- it actually reminds me because Dan Harmon was tweeting about John Wick specifically about the sommelier, and yeah. Peter Sarah Nefowitz is the sommelier in in John Wick Two. So uh, tying those together. Ooh, you're 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 connecting those dots. Oh my god! Oh my oh god! Yeah. Uh, that I best guess, guess basically that's all I have. It's basically this is this is Rick's John Wick two. They kept yeah. using, <laughs> they kept using uh, the Born Identity last night, and I was like, I don't know, it doesn't seem as Born Identity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do like the uh, Shoney's callback 
um, at the end of the episode where Beth suggests maybe going to Shoney's. Uh, I thought that was a nice little touch too from from the season premiere or Smoky Tavern, Smoky Tavern. Uh, yeah, and then Unity. We we shared some of your thoughts uh, uh, throughout this this kind of breakdown, uh, but f- lots of you really liked the episode. You re- you really uh, dug the the pickle uh, that is Rick. Uh, one one of you, I think it was Terry Wolf, said uh, you'd like to see, you would like to see a tiny pickle, Rick. Um, is that like a, a little gherkin? Like, is that like a, like, like on a deli tray? Yeah. Like, is that what, what, what that would be? I think so. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we'll, we'll continue to chat with you, uh, over on all of our social media platforms throughout the week, uh, about this episode and get ready for the, the teased episode, uh, from, from next week. We, we have the vindicators episode Vindicators, uh, and, and we'll see what exactly that means. Uh, in just a few days. Uh, without any further ado, it's time for listener suggestions and short outs. You guys, uh, I talked about it at the top of the show, just a huge, huge boom of folks, new new uh, downloads for the podcast, but also a ton of folks uh, liking our Facebook page and uh, following us on Twitter. So we're so thankful for, for Unity and the fact that you're growing and uh, that there's, but we just, we can't, if we wish we could short you all out, uh, but but there were a few particular uh, standouts this week that we wanted to make sure we get a chance to mention. Okay, first up, our tweets. Thanks for the awesome retweets and liking so many tweets, is what Travis says there. Special short there, ex- there was an ex- there was an exclamation point. Oh, sorry, on that sentence. So many tweets. And your inflection did did not depict the exclamation point. <laughs> so many tweets. Special short outs to two pods a day: Noah Ross and Dustin Smothers, Stacy's Parlor, and Mike Mika Pay. Thank you, thank you Mika for your Pei. tweets. Yeah, a lot, a lot of folks um, sharing the show over on Twitter, uh, and I'm I'm sure that's why we have more downloads, but. Uh, if you're on Twitter, uh, you know, hit us with those retweets and uh, help kind of let people know about the podcast. Uh, we had we had a really interesting email from Jamie Gross, uh, who posed a challenge to us, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did not we did not do it not this in this not episode, this but uh, it's something that I think we could uh, potentially try in a future episode. Uh, Jamie talks about how. They like to speak in quotes from some of their favorite TV shows and movies and is challenging us to do, is it a quote a minute? Quote a minute, yeah. I, quote I a think minute not uh, for from each Rick of and us, Morty. Maybe, I mean, we could work yeah, out. Over, the, overall, we could, we, could, we could break it down. <laughs> but uh, my only concern is us sounding incredibly hacky as we force quotes into every minute of the show. Every well, uh, well, well, but, well, you know, it's, it's possible. We can make it happen. Maybe in a special episode, we'll... We'll give that a shot. Yeah, especially uh, Ansemize Johnson episode. Yeah, with, with a looser, more improvisational feel. Yeah, I can't, I can feel, I can't feel it. Okay, uh, so we'll we'll try that, Jamie. Uh, eventually, special episode, special episode just yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, big thanks to Lee Tapscott on Facebook. Sent us a message showing off some of his uh, Rick and Morty cosplay. He uh, does. He made a bird person costume that's pretty awesome. He also uh, has some pictures of him as Unity. They actually uh, get a bunch of people to all dress up as different members of Unity, and then we'll go to uh, different conventions and events. Uh, uh, there's also some 
uh, I mean, th- this whole group does uh, a bunch of really cool Rick and Morty cosplay. They have Rick, Morty. Uh, there's a Unity, like the Unity Prime, I guess yeah. you you would call her. Sure. Um, but uh, tons of great stuff. So uh, we got some links in the show notes for Red Moon Cosplay, Eden Cosplay. Head out and uh, check out some of their cool stuff. And and another special thanks to everyone participating on Facebook in that uh, Mr. Mead Seeks slash Needful Things uh comment feed yeah. that that brandon posted um brandon kind of break down just what exactly is going on all, over there. All, all, all it is it's it's based off of the needful things slash something uh where you make a wish and then yeah you get the wish but something bad happens for that for that twist that negative twist uh so i've been i've been responding to everyone who posts something in there uh, whether they're good or not that's that's a different question <laughs> entirely. TBD. Uh, yeah, uh, but, but, but there but are I've a few fun. people that are starting to respond on other people's as well. Uh, maybe when you're like, you know, in the bathroom or sleeping, I don't know <laughs> what you're doing. Um, but yeah, so just thanks to everybody who's kind of hanging out and uh, playing off each other's uh, comments and things like that. Yes, that's the kind of stuff that just, that's what gets me up in the it's morning. The Brandon. It's the it's the cockroach's knees. Um, two quick questions from Reddit. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, even though they spelled it out phonetically for me. Uh, Mikowai Pegene. Mikowai Pegina. 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 They they asked us about uh, crossovers with the show. Yes. Uh, we've we've mentioned uh, sort of the Gravity Falls crossovers that have been more like Easter eggs. Um, but they were talking about how much they like BoJack Horseman yes. and wanted to know if we think it is possible that they could ever work a BoJack Horseman crossover episode into Rick and Morty. Infinite uh, universes, Travis. Uh, yeah. I, yeah uh, M- Miko, Miko, why he points out the, the Simpsons intro crossover, you know, he's, and he means like a full crossover episode. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, season, season 12, like when they're like. Just, just still trying to like make things happen. And, um, and Bojack I, Horseman honestly, is awesome, by the way. It right, it is. I I feel like the uh, the business minded side of myself is just like, how would Netflix and Adult Swim make that deal happen? Like how how would they work that out? I'm sure. I mean, maybe they would. Uh, Stranger Things have happened, well, but well, I mean, Stranger Things happen on Netflix. Well, like, on net on Netflix overseas, Rick and Morty season three is streaming. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility in that sense. Hey, when you're right, you're right, Brandon. All right, uh, De- right. Devin. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am right, Travis. I am. Devin says, "How do we watch the show?" Well, we answered it in the Reddit, but we'll just throw this out here. Travis has cable, and he he's he's not a cord cutter. Uh, he's a loser. The loser. Yeah, uh, it's sat- non cord cutter. To be cutter. fair, it's satellite. I'm still not proud of it. Uh, we moved into a new house and my wife signed up for satellite, but I got to say it's really handy having a DVR and being able to watch it whenever I want. And it's on for me, it's on adult swim so far every weekend. So I'm just streaming it from adultswim.com. Woo-woo. Hashtag, uh, uh, you've, you also it. used to buy it on like Xbox. I know season, yeah. season two, you bought it on Xbox and yeah. there's, there's tons of ways to watch it. Yeah. Uh, legitimate, legitimate ways to watch it. By the way, I know there's a, at least one of you that uh, probably has a nefarious way of, of accessing <laughs> the show. But um, 
we're, we're hopeful that we can continue to support the creators of the show and, and make sure that the show gets the recognition that it needs. So, yes. uh, finally, we got three reviews. These are not the full reviews, but I'm going to blast through them real quick with, uh, some, some paraphrasing Terry Wolf 77. These are all Apple podcast reviews, by the way. Uh, Terry Wolf 77 says they squanch to every episode. Yes, he does. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave that up for interpretation. Uh, no. but thank you. Pick your, um, pick your verb. And let us know <laughs> what you it's, think. It's it's more about your heart. Like like it's it's not the definition. It's it's what you're trying to say with your heart. So uh, Simon J Arius Arius feels like sitting and chatting with pals about the show. Thank you, Simon. That's... It feels like I'm doing that too sometimes with Travis. <laughs> and RMS sixteen twenty seven zero. The morning commute has vastly improved. Since I started listening to these peepee heads, <laughs> keep up the good work, losers. Signed Abraham Lincoln. Oh, signed Abe Lincoln. Signed. I, I want to get it spot on. So did you say Abe uh, Lincoln? A- hey, Blinken. <laughs> uh, by the way, we're giving we're giving that last review credit. That is my brother's in law. <laughs> Your brother's in law. Yeah. But- so. <laughs> <laughs> so so thanks, um, Robert. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for thinking we're pee-pee heads. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you know, that's our show, guys. Uh, thanks again to everybody uh, for listening. Uh, one more quick plug for Patreon. If you're enjoying the show and you want to take it to the next level, head over to patreon.com slash Um, If you haven't left a review for the show, hey, maybe now's the time to do it. Head over to Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review over there. And if you're not an Apple fanboy like me, you can... I don't know, head to Stitcher or Google Play or I don't know, wherever they'll let you write about this show. Just go over there and leave a review. Maybe five stars. That's that's sort of been the trend. Maybe you can mark it down. I don't know. Brandon <laughs> is doing a weird interpretive dance right now. I'm going to call him out because I can. Uh, and until next week, Brandon, is there anything I missed? Uh, there's there's lots of stuff that we missed that we should probably talk about, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for, for listening. Unity, you are you the best. You, you finger in the air. Uh, you the best. Uh, but thank you for listening. And until until next week, Travis, I'm Brandon. And Brandon, I'm Travis. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.